Hey guys, welcome to The Shack, and LTWK podcast. Every week we talk about cool stuff that we like to do, hang out, guy stuff, whatever it may be. Camping, fishing, hunting, cars, trucks, just all the cool stuff in the world. Sammy, what are we going to talk about this week? Uh, this week we're going to talk about camping and camping gear. Dig it. I yeah. like where we're going with this one. This could be a long episode, guys, so stay tuned. You might want to pop some popcorn. This could take a while. Yeah, I would. Heck yeah, man. Put yeah. your feet up. Yeah, I love popcorn while camping. In fact, I, we're camping right now, and I have some Jiffy Pop. Up I do love the Jiffy Pop on the fire. I have that. We should maybe do that. I, too, love popcorn. Well, then, yeah, after just this, around now about that we are going to go Noon every day popcorn. and smell the office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? All right. <laughs> Sometimes it's a little burnt. It's a little... Oh, geez, one time. <laughs> but it's not like he's chef preparing it. You throw it in the bag in the microwave, and what happens happens. Yeah. It's science. <laughs> yeah, actually, it's funny because we're talking about camping stuff, but my scoutmaster, when I was little, introduced me to popcorn on the stove with a uh, device called a whirly pop. And mm-hmm. it's like a wire in the bottom of a pot, and you spin it. It makes popcorn that way. Best popcorn I've ever had. Just fantastic. See, when I was a little, we had a air one of those air popper things that heated up and it popped the popcorn out of the chute, but it had the little two. metal yeah. tray that you melted the butter in. I've never oh, tried it. Good. See, I'm, I'm not I a huge popcorn one. guy unless it's covered in that Popeye stuff. Oh, that, I could eat that, that orange nice. But have you tried it with the uh, the Red Hawk stuff that we've been getting? Because it is fantastic with a little bit of spice. Yeah. I, I use barbecue seasoning. Awesome. All right, now back to camping. Okay. <laughs> camping. So if we're going to talk camping, camping gear, right? Yep. All right, so let's let's jump into some gear. Who gets to start? What do you, where do you want to start? What, let's where, start uh, with Nick because he's a gear guy. He's got um, a little bit of everything. I, we, we are surrounded, officially surrounded let's, by gear. I was about to say. Carnivores. If, you, if, <laughs> right if our listeners get the chance to check out the uh, – the videos that we did this weekend of the walk-arounds of our trucks, you will definitely be able to tell that we are all gear aficionados. We all appreciate our gear and <clears> the <throat> stuff we can do with it. I mean, <laughs> the stuff we can't do with it. The stuff we just pretend like we can yeah. do with it. Especially the knives. We definitely or love the, our knives. The stuff we bring once and trade it to the other guy because we can't forgot how to open it. Hey, What's if it fits in your car, you might as well bring it with you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we were... bolts to the roof. We were so outfitted better than some places, like some stores. I, I feel like we out-equip like small countries and armies. We could probably, you know, supply ourselves as like a unit. We yeah. definitely could have with the food this week. Oh, I am sorry. <laughs> we I, only brought 60-plus eggs. Yeah, we're going to have to put Nick on food restriction buying. For five I think he's got guys. enough for the rest of the year. He's got, I, I just got over-enthusiastic with buying the food this weekend. How thick was the steak you measured it? Uh, it was like 17 inches or something. <laughs> it was insane. It was two. They were two steaks that steak. had cut for us. Now, not complaining. Don't, don't uh, misunderstand. I know, that was a little bit thick even for me. Man, was that a big steak. But it was fantastic. It came out nice. And if you ever have the chance to cook on the scottle, which is an excellent piece of camping gear, it's a Tembo test, right? Yes. It makes the scottle. Mm-hmm. I recommend that because it is uh, it is a very nice piece of equipment. Huge uh, fan of cast iron for camping yes, in general. Yes, yeah. me too. The you scottles know, the scottle, make life very easy. When we first got it, though, I was a little bit mad. It, it, it does take 
it's a learning curve. Oh, sure. There's sure, no sure. doubt about it. Mm -hmm. But man, once you get it figured out and you get the, the thing rolling, I mean, we don't even camp without it. As a matter of fact, we come down to the cabin that has a, its own stove and stuff, and we still put the scuttle on the back porch. Well, it's sort of like a wok and a hibachi got together and, and had a cast iron baby. Right, yeah. right. Because, you know, you've got the hot spot in the middle, cooler edges, you're able to push stuff around, and uh, yeah, it's very neat. Tomorrow we're going to try cooking pancakes on the scuttle, and that's going to be Super big Scottle fans. However, when uh, you got that lid off of where Amazon, I did. the Scottle, that changed things up too again. Yeah, that was that was very nice. Yeah, that, that kind of changed things nice. up. So will that let you well, simmer it, you, more? Yeah, I was gonna say, tell them what the lid actually helps with. It helps keeping the heat in. Well, you, yeah. it's sort of almost like it can simmering things. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, turn heat down a little bit. Yeah. Now yeah. we've done. Everything we did grilled cheese. Did grilled cheese on we've there? We've done steaks. We've done seafoods. We've yep. done chickens. We fajitas. I cooked pasta on it once. Yep. Gravy. Right. gravy. Cinnamon rolls. Last weekend down the lake we did gravy. I've, I've seen people candy. cook bread on it. I've mm -hmm. not attempted that. I've heard the cinnamon roll thing. Haven't seen it yet, but we, I, we'll I, I can believe it. We have to try that. I have a official Scotto cookbook. Really? With all these different uh, recipes in it. Do you, you have the, the grate you need for baking? In the do you have one of the grates for I'm baking? I'm sure we can pick one up. I don't have one, but that's that's coming, so I can make yeah. some sense. Yeah. Yeah. We can take one of those round wire racks from Walmart and actually bend a few of the times to make the legs, yeah. and you'll have exactly yeah. what you need. Now, when the five of us get together, we dual scuttle. We got uh, the two yeah. scuttles <laughs> running off a splitter on one big tank, and, and we have leg extenders because I'm 6'3 and I hate to bend over. It's very so nice now it's up here, it's, uh, you know, I don't even have to bend over to touch the spot anymore. This rock. You can say lift it. It has a lift. It has a lift. It it has a lift. And it's adjustable three to six inches, I like it. Yeah, un unlike it's the trunk. Right. But <laughs> honestly, since we've gotten both scottles, I don't think we've ever just cooked on one. No matter no. whether it's just you and I or all of us, we're still running both. Just well, it's, it's like having four yeah. burners on your stove. It makes it really easy. Like, you, can you can time can your food a lot better because yeah. you've got different things going at different things times. You want that take a little longer, you can throw on the one, get them warm while you prep for the other one, and so on and so forth. But definitely is working its way into one of my favorite pieces of oh, cooking yeah. gear for camping. You know, down at uh, Expo East last year on the cleanup side of things, and it was a cold day, or a cold yeah. weekend, we put the water in the scottle, heat it up to clean the scottle, but we do the utensils and all the dishes in that scottle water because it was kept it warm yeah. and you could do it up. Man, that was. Fantastic. They're, well, the scottles are super easy to clean up. Yeah, when we uh, when we did a fish on there, actually, uh, that was how I got because sometimes fish gets a little sticky, so there were some bits stuck on there at the end. That was how I got it clean. Is I, I boiled some water on there and it came right off. So yeah. I have nice. one of the GSI cast iron scrapers. Mm, I like those. I bought one of those. Spectacular. I, I don't know if I like the GSI one better or the Lodge scraper better. but The Lodge way, is very nice, but I like the GSI utensils, and nah, usually yes. you can get a scraper in a lot of the utensil kits. True, very true. And I, I like how they've got the softer side on one side and the hard side on the other. The Lodge is really just all that one direction. It is, yeah, very hard. Thing. I just yeah. bought the big GSI kit to put into my cooking utensil set. I love it because they all fold in half. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, those are pretty I handy. I just saw that at our Definitely. Yeah. Big kit. Yeah. 
I got the, the full nice. size kit. Yeah. See, I have, I have two of the small ones because I like the three utensils: the spatula, the tongs, and the spoon with the measurements All on right. it. So I just have two of those. You know oh. who else really likes those? Is the and his name escapes me right now, but the gentleman that makes the firebox stoves. If you guys haven't seen those, definitely worth checking out. But he loves those GSI. Yeah. The same. And they're, same they're uh, spice that. containers that screw together so you can have three different flavors in one. Those are oh, nice. Yep. I now, use that every day. Now, remember, at the end of your scuttle cleaning, lard. Yeah. Coat that yeah. thing. Warm yeah. it up. Coat it in lard. Just like any Got to keep good seasoning on it. And then yeah. your sausage gravy won't stick. Especially right. if you do right. what we're talking about with the water because that has a tendency to start to break down your seasonings. Yeah. But, uh. I would say Scottle is definitely one of my favorite pieces of camping gear now. They're working its way into there. Uh, my this. only complaint about the Scottle yeah. are the top and the legs are two separate bags. Yeah. That is my only complaint about it. And I know that. that there's really nothing you can do because of the way that the legs are. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Why don't we zip tie his legs to the handle of his carry bag, <laughs> and then he's happy it's all one piece then. If you made I the can do a lot of Well, see, but the legs don't even leg. have a handle. The leg bag doesn't have a handle. It's because it's not heavy. You don't need the legs and the bow and arrow quiver. It's definitely not... There you go. Scottle quiver. Scottle quiver. Off yes. now. <laughs> it's definitely, a, I would call it a car camping or an overlanding piece of equipment, though. Oh, for sure. You would not backpack with a scottle. But yeah, but you I, put I, a couple straps on it, I might carry it. Yeah. <laughs> doing these trips, even like going to a campground for the weekend or something, going oh, yeah. kayak and just going camping, whatever. Man, yeah. you got to have a scottle. I'm oh. not kidding you. Yeah, Once you get into it. I would probably actually rather do the scottle. It's you could clean. almost it's escape having the stove and the grill in right. exchange for a scottle. Yeah. Right, right. That's yeah, true. that is a piece of gear that I don't want to go without. I think again, you could I'm do, not a backpacker, so I don't need to go yeah. super light. No, but you could do jet boil and scottle and cover yeah. 98% oh, yeah. of the One of my yeah. most favorite pieces of camp cooking gear. And actually, it was you, the LT, that introduced me yeah. to the jet boil, and I absolutely have adored that thing ever since. Oh, yeah. so. I even bring it even though I know I'm never going to use it. It's just like comforting to know oh, I dude, have I it. it. I used it this morning. Yeah. Because before anyone gets up, getting that quick boil and bag cup of coffee going, mm -hmm. it's like two minutes to boil. I can get a coffee on while because we have the percolator right. actually yeah. on the camp stove. But yeah, get the quick boil and bag. And then, like, if, <laughs> because it's been a big if, we don't take the scottle and I'm doing like a different kind of trip, oatmeal, boil mm -hmm. and bag. What Lipton noodle soup? Yeah. I mean, those are my staples. So yes, for sure. I have two of them. Jet boils. One is in the truck all the time. Well, you just Under made coffee back. what five minutes ago, and you're yes. In. I keep one in the yeah. pantry yeah, box, too. in the Pelican box, and one is under the back seat all the time. I was about to say, even when you're just traveling, if you're in a hotel, I I'm not recommending to anyone out there in the world. No, but they do have balconies in hotels. Right, that you do anything like this in your hotel room. But on the tailgate. I will say, if you maybe you know, if you're in a safe place for using it uh like the bathtub <laughs> like out in the parking lot maybe or something <laughs> like that it's a really great way to get your cup of coffee you know what i love to use it for two cups of hot water mm -hmm. is like the perfect amount for doing dishes at the end of your day good point yep i have definitely you don't have water. to boil water on yeah. the stove you just 90 seconds, you get your two cups of water, you dump it into your sink yeah. area, and you've got enough water to do dishes. See, another thing for me in the jet boil is I don't actually cook food in that container. 
Yeah, I mean, it's just for what it's I don't do that. I, I put it in something else. I've yeah. been known I to cook the occasional ramen in mine. That's just a habit I got into. Yeah, see, for me, nah, I mostly, even if it's something simple like ramen, I'll do that in a separate container. Yeah, because I always have a separate container. Yeah. So it's not an issue. I've yeah. never put, again, not being a backpacker and trying to get down small on gear. Most of the time, I'm within walking distance of the Jeep. Sure. So. Sure. Now, like, you know, a majority of the time I spend in the woods anymore is hiking. So, like, and I mentioned earlier a little bit, that firebox stove usually goes with me everywhere there. Because that's like the great piece of kit if you want to sit and have a fire somewhere where there's no firing. Because it, you know, essentially functions that way. It forces you to slow down and actually enjoy the moment a little bit. So those are those are probably my three favorite stoves right there, cooking pieces of gear. Scottle, jet boil, and firebox. Firebox. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a fan of the fireboxes. No. I, I, oh, I'm too impatient. It definitely takes. I think that's why I like the jet boil. Yeah. Because two, I'm two minutes from coffee. my my third stove, Scottle jet boil, and then the Primus stove that has the grill on one side mm, and uh, the single burner. See, that's how mine set up. And it's a cast Come iron grill man. and a single burner. It's, I would rather have my my old Coleman dual fuel for a full size stove like that. Mm. I, I do like those small cook stoves, but. Honestly, since we got the Scottle X number of years ago or whatever, yeah. I, I've, I've just not even really considered those anymore. Jet boil and Scottle, I don't need anything else. It, Other than that, it's campfire. It definitely covers you. You know, if yeah. I'm going after that, I'm just it's going to be the campfire for me. That's okay. where that's where I go. Sixteen inch cast iron skillet, bacon, midnight. Mm -hmm. There you go. Yeah. So now, like when you're out in the woods, and then we all like our coffee except mine. <laughs> his, his coffee's Pepsi. But I like tea too. I'm on his weird as like both. Do you like because? My wife likes to have a ceramic cup to drink yeah. out of. Can you, you don't have to? I like my steel cups, honestly, the best. If I could have that at home all the time. Doesn't do matter that. for me. See, yeah. for me. This one here is stainless. Yeah, that one's a stainless one. For me, I actually, the same mug I drink out of at work, yeah, I travel with it. It's with me now. Same and that's thing for I, me. So I don't change. I love a ceramic mug, but for different reasons. Because I drink chocolate milk out of it, and it is nice and cold a lot yeah. longer. You put chocolate milk in a ceramic coffee cup? Get you one of these double walls and then you'll I be... won't have it that long. <laughs> so you don't care? Ten cup, ceramic cup, mug? Paper bag. <laughs> like Elaine, she packs ceramic cups because she likes to have really? a coffee in a ceramic cup. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, I've never been a really I, I, I'm not opposed to having legitimate like plates and cups while camping. I, I think that adds sort of that level of Comfort, especially if you're car camping where you've got the room. Yeah. Like, I'm not opposed to that. Yeah. I, I I've often considered those, like, enamel plates and cups. And yeah, I went through a few. I always thought I liked the cup. I don't know yeah. if I like the plate so much, but I think I like the cup. Because we have one of the, matter of fact, I think I have two of the enamel coffee cups. Yeah. The blue things. Yeah. 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 And I, I like them a lot. I think I could, I'd like the cup, maybe. The nice thing about I, the plates is they are super easy to clean. Mm-hmm. Like oh, really? Yep, and they have silverware right that's stainless with the enamel handles that everything kind of just wipes but it off of. the problem is, if it starts to chip, yeah, you're done. No, you're done. done. I would love to find, you know, the old, like, wicker picnic basket that oh, had all the yeah, plates and everything all snapped into it yeah. from the 50s and stuff Look like on that. on eBay, man. Yeah, I'm sure there's stuff out there. That's old school. New school is having the pantry cupboard from Alu Cab. It comes with everything else. <laughs> or a drawer slides. It's got forks. It's got a teapot. It's got a wine glasses. 
And it's only <coughs> three hundred. Yeah. yeah, that's a piece. Of so is that on your short list? The, uh, it wouldn't be. It might wouldn't, be on the white short opposed list. Opposed to trading some of them. So, so can we cut access panels into the side of the trailer and just mount it there? Oh snap! You've got that cool slide out kitchen thing. I can well, that's that's out. different. I, I got two worlds now. I go camping if I'm solo camping. I do one thing. If I'm family camping, we got that little. Well, then you don't need planes if you're solo camping. All you do is drink coffee and eat beef jerky. Well, yeah, true. Yeah, I've been mistaken. Yes, well. but if I could pop open the side door on the aloe cabinet. Pull out a wine glass. Well, you know, he has a recovery gear. Yeah. What if you pop that up and there's all the breakfast? We should that, make a that mini bar. Kind of cool. Uh, that would be cool. You know what? You know what I like the best about it? It's eye level, and you got to bend over to pick it up. Holy crap! You could you have a like bed crammed full of camping gear. And, oh, I need a yank strap. Open right. that door. There. I love that. Yeah. I, I do love that. I did have it on the roof in a pelican box, which was great. Same reasoning. Bed could be full of stuff. It's right there. Except when I needed the yank strap in the winter, and, and the pelican latches off. were frozen. Oh, I remember that. That so was that tough. Freeze, thaw, yeah. freeze, and yeah, then the water get it, and then it freeze. I can get the dang buckles up there. Yeah, you remember? Yeah, I ran into that. that. I almost couldn't get in my pelican, I and that's do, when I quit walking it. I do not have that set up. There needs to be like <laughs> a weather cover for the pelican case. So well, the case itself was fine. It was the lock. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. the latches get full of water. Because I was, I think I even had. Well, he a had a one. he had a padlock. Oh, you yeah. Oh, I, I dang near mine. did yeah. not get yeah. in mine. So yeah. his his yeah. wasn't a failure of the Pelican uh, case. It was mine, a failure of the yeah, lock okay. itself. You had buckle freezing. Yes. Yeah, that, that, I, and again, that was I did weather. pound on the buckles with the end of the multi tool, and I. I think I got in there, but you know, I'm like, either one of these buckles is going to break, they're probably warranted, or you know, oh, something got to give. Really, I need it. It's I a great case. Yeah. Yes, it's a very nice case. I sold that with the last truck, though. <laughs> it was a package deal. Right. So if you um, like, again, we were talking about like things we always take with us. I have this. I think it's German or Swedish cook kit that has like the lid. It's 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 oval shaped. Yeah. With the, you know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, no, no, it wasn't no. always got kit, but it was very similar. To it that. had a stove on the inside, yeah. and and I think it might have been an alcohol stove, right? Yeah, been a with, with a stove. Yeah, with Swedish a kit. Yep. Yeah. Oh, it was Those a Swedish. Okay. Well, I, I took out the guts, so I'm only using the container itself, yep. which I set up with a bale. Yeah. So I could uh, boil water in it, and then the cup has a handle, yep. so I can use. So, like you were talking about, you like having plates with you, yep. man. If I have that. It does move. Gold. Yeah. Again, move. that's my happy place. Give me a jet boil, that, a skull, you know, a couple of little things. Yeah. And, and See, like I, I come like from the, the backpacking, mountaineering world. Yeah. And like everything from when I was into it was like how little could you get? People right. were drilling holes in their sporks to make them lighter and right. cutting their toothbrushes off. So now yeah. it's like... As you get further into overlanding and legitimate car camping, and you know, I've kind of gone the opposite way. Yeah, I started more out is better in overlanding. This way, you <laughs> know, with trucks. if you can get it down to eighteen pounds, you're golden. You know, ultra yeah. lightweight camping too. If you can get it up to eighteen hundred pounds, yeah. You're doing if, some if you don't exceed GVW on your overland rig, you're golden. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, like, I look at it as those are luxuries for me when I go camping. For sure. Know? So, for sure. like. I'm used to having the little spork, you know, fork one end, spoon on the other, 
thing and it's yep. like mm -hmm. I said no I'm going to I'm buying legitimate forks and I'm going to have forks in my kitchen. Sam, Sam and I just had the spork talk two mm -hmm. days ago. We, it was like you know I have carried this fork and it's a nice fork titanium and I, it's not that I don't dislike it but I was like I never use this as a spoon and I truly don't because if I have soup I drink it. Yeah. So it's the only the thing spork doesn't work like yeah, a spoon. See, that's the that's issue. The thing. I, never, I never can warm up this spork. No. I so really I'm, try. I'm going to change out my piece of kit. I'm going to drop my spork and go with just a stainless steel fork. On, on the my, side my jet foil. Yeah. That's where I put it. On my jet foil, they have that little neoprene yeah, sleeve. I, I have one of those spoon. giant Cedar Summit spoons yep, that's for mountain house meals. So yeah, you can reach into the bottom of the bag. I leave that and I leave the arm for the coffee press that, for my wife. Oh, So those two things right. live yeah. in there. Yeah. I have broken my share of sports. I'm not a fan of a sport either. Yeah. I just picked up a couple new uh, GSI, the plastic fork, yeah. separate and spoon from REI. Yeah. They're 75 cents a piece. Yeah. The sport's three bucks. And I'm going to break it. I know. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm sure I, I got a few left, but I'd rather use it. That's why I mean. I got a nice titanium spork, and it does work. It's just that I keep sitting there and looking at it like, well, why do I there, keep there are, instead of There are the really good sporks like that function legitimately as a spoon, and there are not good sporks. That, know, maybe, yeah. you know what, maybe I'll just put a spoon and a fork on the side of my jet bowl yeah. and call it done. Because again, I'm not backpacking. I'm telling you, those Lexan forks that we have that Scooter just picked up, those are some yeah, nice colors. They're, they're oh yeah, I washed them. Uh, yeah, they're, they're sturdy. No, they That's are. A real they're spoon. they're uh, way better than a plastic. I've one. never. Yeah. I I did melt one of those one time, and I forget what happened. I think it fell on like a hot skillet or something, and before I could get it off of there, it it started to melt on the one edge. But besides that. Did you take it to the shop, put it on a belt sander, smooth it over? Oh, this it? was this was way back in the way <laughs> way Boy Scout days and right. stuff. But yeah. But other than that, I've never cracked one or yeah. busted. That Lexan's pretty indestructible yeah, stuff. And it doesn't cool. hold bacteria, mm -hmm. so even if you can't wash right away, you can still eat off that stuff. Yeah. I, I still yeah. think, you know, again for me, I'm not looking at weight, I don't care. Why not just seriously mm -hmm. just take a fork and a spoon? Mm -hmm. Well, so, the Lexan's I mean, not that heavy either. either. No, it's, no, it, it's no. cool, but I think I'm not. I think I'm gonna go ahead and stay with the metal. Well, okay. I mean, why not? Because I've never tried to take the titanium fork. That's probably better. I've had a titanium spoon. Well, it still doesn't that. have the deep tone yeah. of a fork. I mean, it's yeah. Still, I've done the titanium fork. I was yeah. as weird as this might sound. I was at a reenactment of a uh, frontier or like a frontier festival a couple weekends ago, and I got to see some of the silverware that those guys use. I fell in love with their fork because it's got pines that are huge. They're like super long. Yeah, it's like a barbecue fork. Yeah, you can cook with it. Two or three times, right? Not the four that we're used right. to. Right. Yeah. And yeah, it had three times. And then they had horn spoons. And I'm like, this is lighter than Lexan. What's a horn spoon? It's made from a cow's horn. Oh, like it's oh, a, oh, a oh, like a shoe horn. Shaped, oh, yeah. Yeah. Shaped Some sort of out of, oh, okay. into a spoon. Yeah. Oh, and, uh, yeah, I, I did pick up a set. I'm, I'm looking forward to trying that on some more trips. Yeah, that could be cool. But yeah. That'll look really good in your help people gear. <laughs> It'll look weird. Chester rig. Now, uh, now, as far uh, as knives, I mean, we're knife companies. Yeah, we're going to go so, uh, <laughs> We're going to have a whole episode right here just in the... the well, I mean, I mean it, it, we, we probably all have kitchen sets in our stuff at, at one point or another. We all carry multiple knives on us. 
Um, lately, uh, it might be because I just have it with me all the time. Man, my folder, the folder that we made, the gambler, mm -hmm. that is what cuts my stuff at lunchtime and, and anything that I do most of the time. Wipe it off, put it back in my pocket, and go. I did, but the stone wash on the gambler, not liking that for food. So I have, I use that knife every day, but I usually pull out the Leatherman because it's stainless and I, you know, that's what I use to cut my food. Although tonight I did cut the steak for the fajitas. I did use the gambler. I'm like, this is Scottle cooked and it's got all kind of wacky sauce and juice on it. Screw it, I'm cutting it with the gambler. So it did not, there was no uh, stuff that came off when I wiped that knife off. So either it just finally came off on the meat and I ate it, who cares? Or it's, <laughs> I got it seasoned enough that it's not. But usually so, it's the leather. That's the one thing we don't have a lack of problem with our knife no. side of things. Well, I mean, whether it be a Scandi or, or whatever we're using. I think our only problem with our knives, when it comes to that particular like realm of gear for us, is we have a problem, I know I do, Picking which one I'm using right then. Like I have my, right. you know, flat ground knife. I have my Scandies. I have yeah you know, my sabers, and then all different sizes and yeah. Well, a lot of the thought behind the kitchen set came out of camping. Yeah, you know, when we, for sure. And, and when I say that, I'm, when we're going to shows and we're camping out in outdoor shows, and we have to be able to prepare our stuff. Number one, we got to get it done. It's got to be right. It's got to be good. And, and so Definitely that's where camp that, kitchen knife. And the whole set kind of came from, and then teaming up with Blue Ridge on the bags. Yeah, For way sure. to go. So I, I think knives, man, we're covered yeah. top to bottom. Oh, really? Wait, 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 explain that whole kit. For, for gear and everybody else who's not familiar, we have a whole uh, kitchen oh, bag yeah. with four cutlery knives, with a kydex sleeve, and a cutting board. A removable kydex sleeve. Yeah. A removable, yes. And one of the Velcro clear pouches from Blue Ridge that you can put your spices in and your... Yep. And there's room for two more, so you can add utensils yep. and handy wipes and everything like that. You unzip it, hang it off a tree or the side of your truck, it lays flat, it's fantastic. Sam, you probably use that piece of gear the most. I mean, do you like it? At, the at, kitchen set? Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. I use it for about everything. My favorite knife in it's got to be the large powder, though. It That's seems to do knife. just about everything I want it to do when I'm at camp. <clears throat> but I tell you what, the Traveler, Thanksgiving Day, carving a turkey is fantastic. <laughs> I've used all a lot of different models on Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You've made some interesting Thanksgiving videos. You usually a couple cups into your eggnog then too. That's part of it. I think. That doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> One year I used the Bushcrafter, and I said, "Mom, you have to use this knife to cut your turkey, and I'm going to take pictures." She, she she's game. She went. I remember, this was a while back. I remember yeah, was getting it. That's when I was new to Facebook. Huh? Yeah. I only had the one friend that was you. So I got all your pictures. But yeah, so, so nice. That's before man, the algorithms covered. kicked in. And the cool thing, like every time we go out, we're always looking at like, oh man, I'm going to make myself this next thing, this yeah. next knife. Like if you look at my Jeep right now. You just built yourself a new knife for your new hobby. I know. Yeah, yeah. That's true. I just built a kayak knife. That, Absolutely. And that came out really nice. But yeah. I keep uh, two or three on the tailgate, one in the side door sleeve, and they're all different because I was like, oh, man, this is a really cool thing. I'm going to start carrying this, and I'm going to do a little campground yeah. or what. Yeah, it, it's fun. So I, I think every, every one of our trucks that is lettered up is a small rolling billboard display <laughs> yeah. case. Even the ones without stickers and <laughs> stuff. Come on now. Yeah. Okay, a certain FJ. And, 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 and a couple of 
and the yeah, old man ram. Yeah. <laughs> they're gonna they're getting stickers. Yeah, I saw the mock up of his truck. He's getting stickers. It, it'll it'll change. It'll be cool. yeah, sure. I mean, if you see from a long distance away, what's that zebra stripe looking thing, though, buddy? Those are knives. Oh, so, yeah, if, if you're not familiar, come ask us to look at a knife. I'm sure we got six or ten. If you've <laughs> ever been to the LT Right Knives website, you can see our vehicles on there have. Stickers all along the side, so and, my Jeep's on there, LT's okay. Jeep's on there. And Scott's they are life-size stickers. They are yeah. big so if you want to know how big the machete is, just go look at the truck. No, uh, yes, there they are, are two-scale. Yep. Very cool. Mm -hmm. We oh, like those ones. We're very fond of them. So, so we know knives are cool, and um, we got all those covers. Our kitchen set, we love what we got going yeah. on there. So, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, what do you got? No, no, no. Okay, we're well, moving past like the knives, and I think have we covered all the food things? Oh, gosh, I think we so. need to touch a little on Sleep what systems. what do you carry just on the knife subject still? What do you carry when you're backpacking or hiking? Because oh. like you're not you don't have your vehicle there. You don't have all Camera your stuff yet. You're talking knife wise? Yeah. I'm just still carrying my Genesis. Okay. Mm, I'm gonna have the gambler on me for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, right in the pocket. And probably something next gen bush baby, something like that maybe, a little bit lighter. Camera capable. Camera for me all the way. This is a bomb knife, man. I love that. Thing. Yeah, I, I would be definitely gambler, definitely Genesis. I mean, that's just my knife. I mean, I just like it. Sammy, I'm going large workhorse. No, that's got to be my favorite. Yeah, it's I've been running the large powder lately. Good thin knife. I mean, there's I no doubt. That. Yeah, we get a lot of people saying that they like that as an overall knife. For the it's a great power. knife. Mm -hmm. I, I guess maybe we ought to start taking it, trying to sell it more from uh, a different point of view than just kitchen because it yeah. is multi. -year. Well, the maybe Georgia Bushcraft guys had us build a run of large powders for them with three eighths desert ironwood scales on them, and they're selling them on their website. Which yeah. Man, I think a lot of powerhouse guys like the large yeah. power too, mm -hmm. right? Oh, yeah, yeah. We get a lot of feedback on. Those you put those thicker scales on there. That it completely really changes <laughs> the complexity of that knife. Well, it gives you a lot more to hold on to for sure. So if you're, uh, we got our cooking kind of things now. We probably each have like our staple favorite breakfast. Mm. Now, granted, when the five of us are together, together we eat good. Mm. Too we good, eat real, so real good breakfast. <laughs> yes. There, there, there is, is not having a battle. I almost killed Sam this morning. <laughs> there is nothing like food, not it was breakfast worth it. in the woods. <laughs> breakfast in the woods is awesome. Now, let's just assume I'm going out and it's going to be a quick weekend by myself. Apple and cinnamon, oatmeal, and majeble. That I mean, that's my go-to. Quick solo weekend. Huh? You know, you know, kind of like that is my breakfast. Two bags, apple, <clears> cinnamon, <throat> hot water, and go to town. Mm. What do you got? Uh, let's see. I don't get too many of those weekends. However, I, I remember the very first year I went to PWIP, a, a camp out trip with Timmy Stetzer. I took uh, my sleeping bag, a sleeping pad, a Kelly kettle to heat water up, and I, in, in a Pelican box, I made up bags of like trail mix that had M&Ms and beef jerky, and I kid brought a can of peanut butter. I ate minimal because it's I will. I'm all about eating good when I camp. If it's there, if I'm by myself, I honestly don't care a whole lot. I'll just eat. That's the year you tie the tarp to a tree and just slept on the ground, though, right? <laughs> Correct. Oh, I was. Yeah, I was. He was practicing time. what he preached. Whatever yeah, was in was that backpack, other than I remember. the pelican case, you know, I was taking paracord to tie knots and stuff too. But 
It did threaten rain, so I took out the survival heat sheet and put it up as a pup tent over the sleeping bag just in case. Is that like a solar blanket? Yeah, you know, oh, one yeah. of the things you the reflect inside. Yeah, like the heavy duty ones. Well, I put, I'm reading the thing, and it's like, no, we're going up as a pup tent and reflect heat inside. Yeah, fine. So that's what I did. So were you like toasted it was, in there? That was fine. That yeah, was good. Yeah, no problem. That's cool. That was a I've used thing. a few of those reflective blankets like that. but uh, If I'm yeah. uh, just like just me currently in the Toyota, I always have that jet foil in there. And if I throw the pantry box in, there's backpacker meals to make, the freeze-dried eggs, and there's stuff in there. I'll just heat water and make one of them. Yeah. So, For me, uh, especially when it's warm out, which is when I tend to do most of my solo, either hikes or campouts, I really love granola with powdered milk and dried blueberries. And what That's you do, okay. you add the water in, and it's got to be as cold as you can get it, whether you, you know, chill off a bottle on a creek or whatever, so that the milk comes out nice and cold, you leave it sit for a little minute, and uh, just a great cereal breakfast. Uh, now, is it granola cereal or granola bars? Granola stuff? cereal. Okay. Yep. Yep. So really kind of plain, but uh, something about <laughs> it something. really gets me going for the rest of the day. That's right good. on. Yeah. I am generally not much of a breakfast eater. So Pepsi. Donuts. Uh, for me, a, the Donuts. quintessential solo backpacking staple is the granola that I make. So it's like a trail mix. So granola um, with dried raisins and cranberries in it. And then you get these uh, granola encased craisins that they sell. M&M's mm. and dark chocolate chips. And a couple of various peanuts depending on what the flavor of the mood is at the time. And I can eat that for breakfast and lunch while camping and then usually do some kind of a mountain house backpacker meal. Yeah, the, mm -hmm. the whole uh, cold soaking thing is really taking off in the backpacking community, especially if you're an ultralighter. Ultra yeah, because they don't want to carry the stove. Right. So these guys oh, make everything far, follow like Darwin on the Trail or uh, Shogun Emery, Sean Emery, Shogun yeah, YouTube, you'll see these guys talking about the it. Hammock? They've been talking about cold soaking a lot and yes, if you don't want to carry a stove, you have like a peanut butter jar basically and your dry foods measured out so that, you know, so many hours or minutes before uh, you want to stop to eat your meal, you pour your water in there and let everything rehydrate and it's a cold oh. meal, but yeah, oh. it's really taken off in the right. community anymore. It's a different no, kind of cooking. That's not oh, Jetboil, not that heavy. <laughs> See, to me, Jetboil is a huge piece of backpacking gear, I think. Oh, I, I was used to the alcohol. Plus the, the benefits of having heat when you could potentially be around non-potable water. You can make sure. things safe. And that's a big mm -hmm. big yeah. plus to a Jetboil. Yeah. Right on. Hi, Sammy. What's your go-to? Odds are, you know, nine times out of ten, I'm not going to eat breakfast at all. I'm not a breakfast person. You like Pop-Tarts. Yeah, not, not a huge fan of the Pop-Tarts, <laughs> to be honest. So if I'm by myself, I mean, if I'm going to eat something, it's going to be a quick boiling bag, mountain house kind of thing. But I very rarely, unless I'm camping in a group of people, do I eat breakfast. Yeah, and then when you do, we have 12 eggs. And well, we'll get to I'm that sorry. in a minute. <laughs> we'll get to that. It was 60 plus. 12 was just today's a lot. We're, we're talking about the single camp again. Benefits of buying quantity. Yeah. <laughs>
So if people are curious how we eat breakfast when we're just together and camping and Sam or Nick is doing all the major cooking breakfast. Do you want me to tell them how you eat when I cook breakfast? Sure. I'm not, I'm not proud. I'm there. <laughs> hey, I'm sitting on the other scuttle flipping stuff. Well, it kind of depends if we're doing a tortilla or not. My favorite all-time camping breakfast has got to be potatoes, eggs on top of that, either bacon or sausage, some sausage gravy and sprinkle some cheese on it. Oh, fantastic. That's like a KFC so, bowl, but that's what right we had last in the woods. Like, yeah. <laughs> so either you're no breakfast, or I go all out. Fourth gear, full on oh, high school. Yeah. Yeah. breakfast and if not anything else. If you throw a pancake and a piece of French toast on there, you've covered like every wow. major genre of breakfast food there is. Now see, but <laughs> when we do a lot of stuff together, we've also fallen into the tortilla wrap. Right. But it's the same oh, thing, just without the sausage gravy. No, and you're right. It is the same thing, the just bottom. in a wrap. But my sure. gosh, I like that thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Whether it be hash browns oh, or yeah. potatoes. The other thing, you got in the habit of buying the canned potatoes. Mm. Quick and easy. Get the can open, throw them on yeah. there. Man, done in minutes. They're already sliced. They're already in the, you know, the half. Canned yeah. potatoes. Yeah, you never you can get them for like 98 oh, cents yeah. a can. Oh, yeah. Nope. You want to talk about makes it a quick... Seven minutes. We can have breakfast. We're eating bre breakfast burritos covered in Frank's hot sauce. If I'm having that much food, it is not a timed event. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, it's like uh, we're getting right onto it. Well, it's one of those you know you start to bake and when you start to coffee and then yeah. everything else kind of falls into place after. My that. like full blown breakfast, if, especially if I'm over with my wife because she loves breakfast: sausage gravy in a jar, sausage, bacon. And then biscuits. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. So what do you what do you do to cook the biscuits though? We you get them already pre-made in like the bakery section, and then mm -hmm. you just break them in half and then heat Warm them. them up. Okay. I do love a good biscuit. But you you basically cook the sausage real quick because it's you know pre-cooked already, and then you throw it. You cut it up into chunks and throw it in the sausage gravy as that's slowly heating, and then you cook the bacon and cut that up and throw that in there, and then you heat the biscuits and pour it all together delicious a lot of times when we're out doing the camping stuff usually we have an event going on yeah or like late last week and we were on the lake every time at lunch yeah today we just kind of rolled right through we were doing a bunch of video stuff for yeah. knives and stuff we just rolled right through it apples a bag of nuts so i'm like lunch is not my big thing camping yeah if i have to sometimes we hit the cold cuts throw it in yeah. but again we're eating another wrap because yeah. we don't have to clean plates you can fit 30 wraps yeah. in a size of two pieces of bread it's, yeah that was one of the big things that we would always do in the boy scouts way back in the day too was um Lunch was usually something quick and easy, like either cold cuts or something, you know, wrapped in foil, throw it on the fire real fast, because you were either in the middle of an activity, a service project, or something like that, and that's just carried right on through for me, where usually, you know, I don't do big lunches either like that, but I will say Well, I think a lot of us are, we're ingrained in show mentality, it's like, you have a, a fairly big breakfast, you, you eat whatever you can jam in your head between... You know, customers at the table, day. interviews, and then you go home and you have a dinner that will yeah. fuel you for the next day. The shows that he's talking about are typically gun shows and knife shows where it's, you know, a big trade show. There's a lot of interaction with the customers and people. And if you've ever heard of Blade Show, that's a big one for us. And it's definitely the, something to the, check out. The big show. The yeah. Super Bowl. 
Yeah. yeah. And then we kind of get back to a decent meal at, at supper time. Again, most likely on the scottle. Most likely yeah. in a wrap. <laughs> no, most, yeah. Not always. Not always, but, but yeah, it a fair is amount nice of time. In a, wrap. a fair amount of time in a wrap. Hey, we eat good. There's no doubt. Oh. And we enjoy, I mean, we're guys, we enjoy to eat. My no favorite dinner that. meal, though, I think, uh, I think Mike taught me that one, is the tortellini mm. with hot Italian sausage. And a tomato basil pesto. Tomato yeah. pesto, yeah. I like that. Yeah, oh, it's fantastic. I know it sounds like, yeah, but it, it is, is super <laughs> easy to cook. Oh, it's super so tasty. easy. The, the, the tortellini comes in a little bag, which already is done. super well, convenient. You know, I buy the stuff that's in the fridge section. It's already cooked. You just yeah. kind of got to warm it. Uh, the Here. Italian sausage, you get five on a little you know, styrofoam plate, so they're not that big. And the pesto jars... Yeah, but a Tiny. little bit goes a long way. Oh, yeah. Stuff. And right, that's, that's enough great. to feed six people easy. Yeah, yeah that's a great meal. Mm -hmm. so, so on a trip like we did this weekend, we're out for two days. Um, what kind of sleeping arrangements are you kind of running? Wait, wait, before we get into that, we should mention, too, that we use an awful lot of Blue Ridge Overland gear to <laughs> hold all these utensils and everything to really take care of this food. And I think almost all of us have a Dometic fridge in the back of the rig yeah, to keep all this stuff cold. Right yeah, now I have two. <laughs> I know. It was funny when we did the, my truck walk around. I thought it was a Blue Ridge Overland Gear commercial. <laughs> we all I, have I think a, I have everything now. Sammy has, I mean, yeah, you got a lot If of you need to see have. any of their stuff, all you got to do is check out my Tacoma because everything inside is... Blurred. He just bought that new cheese of bag. Of, yeah, oh, I bought the cheese of bag because that was awesome. Oh man, I knew I should have got a cheese of bag. That's cool. It goes between your head you can reach the cheese. Uh, if it holds Oreos, I might be yeah, sold. Might, might be in. Yeah, I mean, you could probably out. put Oreos in it. He's already on take, his second bag. You're going to have to take the Oreos out to and open them. Might not be in the well, see, we, we got Sam the family size mega stuffs, which would last him the whole weekend. The Fudge mint covered mint. No, they're good. Yeah, fudge man. covered Oreos. Much smaller package, so you have to get two. Uh, okay. All right, let's, now, let, now, let's go to go let's go to uh, your sleeping arrangements. Why don't you uh, leave? Oh, off? okay. Well, this weekend, since I'm by myself, uh, and I have tried a hammock, and not a huge hammock fan because I'm a side sleeper typically. I use a cot on the ground. You've had some no quite tent. unique sleeping all. setups. Yeah, I was about I, to say, well, I've, I've seen you sleep directly on the dirt <laughs> under under a, a hardware store tarp. I've I'm surprised you, you haven't gone the whole Australian swag single man. Those are so cool. I'd love to have one of those. Uh, oh, the swag tent? It's, uh, it's like a bivy sack uh -huh. and a tent had a baby. Uh -huh. It rolls down like just this, put your sleeping I mean, bag with bows in it that give it yeah, up off okay. the bottom. Yeah, that's it. I almost did. The there was a it was an ARB single man swag on sale somewhere, and I didn't get to it because you could just set that right on your cot and be done, yeah. or or the ground. Yeah. yeah, but okay. So this weekend I got a cot, I got a thermorest laying on top of that, and my sleeping bag that's I don't know at least twenty years old. It still works well. And there is a blue hardware store tarp <laughs> over top of me it's that's tradition. connected to the cap and the truck and just goes out to two poles. It's like a little roof. 
keeps the leaves but it looks good it actually I the way he put it on the rack well I sold the last, <laughs> I've had numerous of those too I sold them with the last truck I had uh, no, the ARB so I mean he mounted that bullet right I had the ARB with a zip on rim that was fantastic Michelle and I would go out and camp her Dennis chair I call it and my cot in there because she got a bad back that fits we put a uh, inflatable mattress in there one time that worked great, but I sold it all to Sam, and I I'll get to the, it's the still on the side room, of my truck. Yeah, the room that attaches to the awning, and there are several <clears> companies <throat> that make them, but that is gotta be probably the most underrated. Oh yeah, sleep setup. It's a trick. It's I have borrowed trick. Sam's multiple times. Mm -hmm. Took my dad on a four day camping thing up in Pennsylvania. It's his official Loved guest it. room. It is. Oh, it it's great. I used it uh, when the three of us went down to that navigation yeah. thing in Virginia. Mm -hmm. yep. It's stupid easy to use, and it works. And it works there's a ton of room in there for what Heck it is. Yeah. Get the 8 foot by 8 foot, yeah, there's a ton of room for sure. Yeah, but one person, you know, the smaller one is yeah, it's just fine. Well, yeah, you don't yeah. need the bigger, we always have bigger awning. More crap in there. The, uh, the big 270 awning that I had was uh, Kinsman Hardware. That was bomb proof, very heavy duty. Sold it with the truck. Uh, but that was very nice. The next thing I think I will try is going to be another ARB awning with a room, but I just saw these mounts at uh, Ironman 4x4 America website. They have mounts that go on the back of the aluminum plate for the awning and then separate mounts that mount to your roof rack. So if you want to just, like if you want to drive your truck away, you literally lift the awning straight up and attach poles, and now the awning and the room are its own standalone oh, cabin, and you can drive the truck yeah, away. And I like that a lot. Go four wheel. That looks like very tricky because I've had to drive the truck out from under the plastic zip together thing with the awning, and then collapse it on the bed and all that junk. Yeah. Go do something, then try to park in the exact same spot <laughs> and get that thing lined up. Not so easy, but with those brackets and, and making a standalone cabin almost. Yeah, yeah. Because then you could. Disassemble the room when you're all done, and then easily attach the awning back to the. Truck. You know the yeah, cool thing yeah, about sure. those setups too. Yeah, I can stand up, up and. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah. You know, to stand up and put your pants on, that's nice. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. So yeah, this this weekend, no tent, just under an awning on a cot and sleeping bag. But it's working. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a little buggy last night, so I had to hide in the bag, and it wasn't as cold out as I liked it last night, but it still worked. It was alright. Mm. I've slept in worse. What are you rocking, Nick? Then this weekend, I've been using my truck light uh, double hammock um, under a uh, roadhouse tarp made by Slumberjack. Slumberjack. Slumberjack, yes. And that, too, I think is easily classified as one of those pieces of gear that is really oh, underrated. underrated. Oh, my yeah. gosh. That yeah, thing yeah. is fantastic. I rolled up to a big family picnic with that one a couple weeks ago. It was fan. It was just perfect because everybody was able to sit where they needed in the shade. There was plenty of room. Well, it's half a football field. I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It looks like, you know, it's huge. It's a spinnaker sale. Car. And it does, it attaches to the back of your vehicle, or you can have other poles and have it be a standalone thing. Mm -hmm. But uh, I really like that. So I, I have that coming off the back of my Jeep. And then uh, I have the hammock strung from the center roll bar of my Jeep to a tree. And it runs right out uh, under the slumberjack. Um, I haven't actually been loving the hammock, and I, I am 
desperately, desperately tried to love my hammock because so many people recommend it and so many people seem to enjoy it and sleep really good in it and like I have a sort of twitchy back sometimes so I want that to work so bad but for whatever reason it, I think just, you can make there's it a level of experimentation that you really it, just oh have man, to go a bunch. <laughs> you have to play with the tension on your hammock you have to play with the angle that you need to sleep at and you have to play with pillows pillows I and I have a bad back you know oh, how yeah. I am too yeah, yeah. that Thermarest pillow that I use makes 100% all the difference in the world. You, you need to go to Mikey's school of, of hammocking because he's been doing it a long time. He has his hammock stand. Every time we go anywhere, he's in a hammock whether there's trees or not. Right. So he spent no, a lot of time in there. And, and I think, again, like you said, you got to experiment on a little bit. We spent 20 minutes with Sammy this mm -hmm. morning, and I think he's going to like tonight's sleep after you got him reset up. Yeah. So, we'll see. I, I also have a uh, military surplus bivy bag with me. I might actually switch over to that tonight. We'll see, because, uh, you know, the lay isn't terrible in the hammock, so that's okay. But, uh, for whatever reason, I always end up with my feet higher than my head. And then, if I don't put a sleeping pad in there, my back and my feet get cold, because my sleeping bag is getting squished against the hammock fabric. And it's, yeah. Any kind of air comes in there, it, it just chills my feet. I wake up and I'm grumpy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I slept on the ground for a long time, and yeah, maybe that's just Nothing the best wrong thing. Ground Nothing at all. Though there are a few ants I've seen in our campsite, but I don't know if I want to snuggle with them. <laughs> that's right, the, the spiders will get them. There are quite a few spiders and bees as well. Yeah, yeah. try, so try nice a swag. You might dig on the swag. Maybe. Maybe, maybe that's the way to yeah. do it. Like, you on should the thoroughly more. investigate the swag. I will check that out. They are cool. Yes, mm -hmm. they are cool. I actually think I saw a video the other day. Why haven't, it's like, why haven't they caught on in the U.S.? Yeah. On exactly what you're talking about. It's yeah. cool. Yeah. Maybe I'll jump on Yeah, the take a look at those things. Uh, for me, easy. I'm a hammock guy through and through. Uh, if I am cool, by man. myself, and even if I'm with my wife, depending on the situation, we, we both hammock. Um, we also like to sleep in the bed of the truck, so it depends. But if I'm by myself, a hammock, 100% all the way. And as LT said, I have a freestanding hammock stand. So that if we're at a show and there are no trees around, I am sleeping in the booth in my hammock. And and has multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, he's, I've put he's some miles on my hammock. Walk, no doubt. And, yeah, we've uh, been sort of camping for seven years now. Yeah. You and I off and on. Yeah, you've always been in your hammock. Uh, ever ever since cool. I got that Treklay hammock back in 2010, it's I, I've been using that same hammock. And you're super minimal. Oh yeah. Yeah. Are you, my, are you my using sleep, slap straps still, or what are you using now? No, I use the uh, static core that comes with the Treklay hammock, and I have one of their tarps, and I really really love their tarp, but. For really nice weather, I've gone to the ENO Dry Fly because it's a much smaller package and the cord adjustment system is built into the buckles. So, pretty quickly, yeah. I can get out of setup. It's more pegs than the uh, Trek Light tarp, but it's a much more minimal setup. Yeah, when I'm not running the hammock out of the Jeep like this, I do have, uh, I think it's uh, ENO Housefly. Mm -hmm. And I, I really like that. Tarp with doors. Yeah, and it's a very interesting concept. I, I was the dry fly also fits perfectly on the hammock stand. 
which is uh, also an Eno product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I am sleeping outside and have the hammock stand, I can usually just leave it draped over the center pole, and then if it starts to rain, I can stake it out from the hammock and not have to get out. So when you do colder rain. weather, do you run a pad or what are you running? Uh, if it gets cold, I'll put a uh, closed cell foam pad in the hammock with me. I do not do the underquilt. Haven't really played with underquilts that much, but I, I don't get cold that much. Either uh, a um, closed cell foam pad like a Thermarest, or and if it's super duper cold, one of those reusable aluminized space blankets mm -hmm. under there to reflect your heat back up. Wait, you I, put that inside the hammock? I put it inside the hammock. Yeah, yeah. So I lay on that work. aluminum side up, I put right. the thermarest in there, and I've slept mm -hmm. down to zero degrees in the hammock. I don't that hate way. that idea. I, I, it's, I it's also not, typically yeah. run a zero degree bag pretty much year round okay. in the hammock. I really want to try the quilt thing. Yeah, yeah I do too. Not yeah. just for hammocks either. I want to try that for ground sleeping too. Yeah. Yeah, Sam. What about you for your sleeping? You got some or some Well, this weekend I'm set up a little bit differently because I'm running the the new truck and it's not. I haven't had a chance to do anything to it, so I'm just in the hammock and this it's weekend. It's too small to sleep in the back. Yeah, it's a little. <laughs> it is your traditional new vehicle camp. Setup. It is my traditional setup for the new vehicle. So I just got the hammock strung up this weekend. So I'm having some issues with it last night. I'm hoping that Mike got it situated for me and I'll sleep a little bit better tonight. But normally, I'm set up in the King Suite on top of my truck <laughs> in the high-vis overland watchtower rooftop tent. Yeah, he scurries up the ladder to his rooftop yeah, tent. And leaves he all brings his own penthouse, people. Ground his dwellers. own penthouse. Yeah. The peasants stand there's around. A, there's a two-inch mattress <laughs> in there. I can leave my sleeping bag and my pillow in there all the time. It closes right down. I can drive away. It's just incredible. It really is. Yeah, and I've done, the, I've done the awning in the room on the side. Mm -hmm. And then, like you said, it's normally the guest suite for people. I sleep upstairs, and okay. the others can listen to me snore down below. <laughs> they stay yeah. in the guest wing. One of the, I'm one of the peasants that is slumped in his guest wing. You hardly room. ever tented. You, always, you almost. I tented a couple times, and then. Uh, you had some bad tent experiences, yeah. though, because you had bad roommates. Yeah, you've had a few bad. I've had some. Uh, some See, bad, I always went to a hammock for until you got the rooftop, right? You were in a hammock. Uh, mostly, yeah. I pretty much ran the hammock. For a long time, and then I finally made the switch into the rooftop. And right. since You're then, never it's, going back. Well, I had to this weekend, like I said, because I it's you know well, set on right it's sort of a temporary situation. Yeah, now. that'll all be fixed hopefully next time. Yeah. Once that box from Front Runner shows up at your house, you'll be back in the rooftop there. Right <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm running uh, just basically kind of like what Nick's got. As soon as I got turned onto that Slumberjack awning or uh, tarp that goes off the back of my Jeep. Stumpy turned us on to it yeah. here last year. He shows up with one. Stumpy. We're all going, what is that? And I think three of us bought it the next day off Amazon. Yeah. It was like 100 bucks shipped or something. Yeah. Yeah. It was a stupid price. And the quality of this, I cannot believe for $100. Oh, you saw the poles today. You were going like, oh, my God, those are great poles. In all fairness, I have never seen a vehicle that that has not worked on. I don't think they make a vehicle that doesn't no, the way it's work on. I know I could run off the side of my Jeep, the front or the back, the way it's mm -hmm. set up. So this weekend, since I'm, I'm camping without uh, the misses, I'm doing the hammock. I use an ENO double nest because mm -hmm. I'm a bigger guy, and it's, I like having the taco wrap around. I really yeah. dig that. Uh, got a big Agnes air mattress inside. 
So I got spread out real nice. Uh, I think I got, I'm rocking my black Wiggies bag, probably a 20 degree bag, which done, didn't even need it. No, it's <laughs> it was cool. a little warm. I do have my, you know, bug nest or bug net on. Got that on. And, I uh, cannot bug net in a hammock. It is oh, yeah. too, I can do it. No problem. And I, I can yeah. do the taco thing. It doesn't yeah. bother me. No, like I don't mind the hammock covering me. I have no problem with that, but that bug net just like, uh, I don't know. It doesn't it's, bother me. It's too much. Uh, so I just, <laughs> and be out of there in yeah, two seconds. Now, Nick has his zips on, so it doesn't bother me a bit. Yeah, yours yeah. was on the hammock. Plus, it runs on the ridge line. Yeah. Yeah. Nick's got his hammock coming off of his roll bar. I've got mine coming off of my roof rack yeah. going to a single tree. And this was something, as soon as I got this lumberjack and we started using it and do, you know, just sitting under it and stuff, I'm thinking, man, I could do a hammock camp out. And I was telling him about it. I was like, man, I think we should try this single tree yep. thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it is really cool. And now, seeing those extension poles Scott had, we could do a double pull off the other side, clip it off of the Jeep, pull the whoopee straps off of, or whoopee slings off of one end, tie it to the tree and drive away and come back and, and hook it back to the Jeep for one do. So yeah. that, you that's, can freestand that tall yeah. easily. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, that Slumberjack, I am their biggest spokesman right now. We were talking about the, the corners on that thing. Are, they're all double sewn, they're reinforced, the grommets are nice. Even the cords, they give you yeah. to tie that thing out. And the stakes, right? Yeah. Super the stakes aren't stakes. junk. Yeah. And the, even the stuff sack's nice. Not yeah, every part of this. And, and the price point, my yeah. gosh, how can you beat that price? I, if something happened to that tarp, I would buy another tarp. <coughs> Not I even second guess I don't think that. you could buy that much still nylon for that price. I don't know. I, I would I mean, need another one. Yeah. Figure it? No way. Now, yeah. if if I didn't do that setup, I, again, running solo without the misses, I would still run a hammock. Uh, the difference is I got an E&O fast fly is what I run as my standard tarp. Uh, still set up the same bug net I would have and just the, you know, big Agnes inside, the, the big um, air mattress. I, I would still do that exactly the same for a single run. Now, when the wife and I go out, it's a little bit different. Sometimes we take the adventure trailer, you know, for the company. So we have that big yep. setup. Last weekend we tent camp. Then hmm. I went home and cut my tent up, and we're going to be buying it. Yeah, but she made some cool bags out of it, so I'm going to make it all work. What are you looking at for your new tent? Are you going uh, like you know what? room, or are you going backpack style? I'm thinking, have you seen the Kodiak canvas stuff? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, there's one on canvas there. It's the nice. deluxe version. This thing, because again, I like yeah. to stand and put my pants on, and I can. It's like six, seven on the inside, maybe something yeah. like that. I've seen some They're, They're like uh, they might be <clears> ten <throat> by ten, or eight by eight. It, it's big enough to get two cots in. Because again, when Elaine wants to go, she's at the point. God bless her that she still wants to go out and camp, but she wants to be on a cot, and I can totally understand it. Because last weekend I was on the ground, she was on a cot. You know, the uh, Iron Man hardware, freestanding. Right. ARB room might be something to consider. Well, be, we look yeah. after the weekend I did with my dad on Sam's. Uh -huh. I was telling Lane about. It. She said, well, "I could do this. I could do this." But we couldn't get two cots in the eight by six. No, but room. if you get the eight by eight room eight by eight, yeah. and you make it so it clips onto the side of the Jeep, but it can be freestanding. Well, that's what Sam and I were talking about. If, if uh, High Vis is making the eight by eight, I'm going to look very, very hard at it. Because, yes, the freestander is just like a cabin. And honestly, it's not that much different than the Kodiak because the Kodiak is really a square kind of box. Yeah. It's not a, you know, a cabin. Tent, you know, my only concern with the freestanding ARV room would be weather. If it got windy or heavy rain. You can tie it out. Well, I know you can tie it out, but 
because yeah, they're just kind of limited. You'd have to tilt that pretty good. You'd have to really angle a roof corner. You know what? We hit the rain hard at Etar last year. I just pulled the one corner down on that, and it. I'm not saying it's not possible. It's just you would really have to play with the drainage. That Ironman kit also. It's a whole kit. You know, here's the part that goes on your awning. Here's the part that goes on your truck. They also sold half of the kit, so you could put a kit or, or on both sides uh, of the vehicle, both sides of the car, or you know, Sammy could have a set, you could have a set, and just here, you need the awning this weekend. Here, you take it. Oh, that could be cool. Yeah, just do what I do and have an awning on each truck. Yeah, <laughs> or three. Or, or so why don't we have a rooftop tent on both trucks? Because they've got to get the roof wreck. You got to get stickers too, bud. Well, those are coming. I think they're the in stickers the are ordered. Uh, Did you order a lift kit? No, no. I told you I'll last night kit first. That the, the the roof racks first. Okay. Well, hey guys, we're at about an hour. This was a fun one. We could probably talk for another hour just on keep gear and kits. I think we got to come True. back and talk about <laughs> why what backpacks we carry and why. Yeah. I mean yeah, boots and clothes. Cool. Because we are like a wool. Because <laughs> once we get into winter and talk, start talking wool, man, we could do an hour on wool yeah, because yeah, I am true. a wool guy. True. We would have to get Jason on the phone. Oh, no for problem. That one. He would be Lester a River, man. I, have, I am too. the big He's fan smart. of the anoraks, no doubt. We are part of the Green Wool Mafia. Oh, yeah. No doubt. We love <laughs> You've ever stuff. seen, yeah, Lester River Bushcraft's website, the uh, Boreal Shirt. Right on. Check that out. Is that a different piece than what we all have? I thought no. it was just called something else. No, it's the Boreal. Oh, okay. Yeah, I always call right. it Anorak. I yeah. Guess, uh, yeah, because I it is. It's shaped yeah. like an Anorak. Yeah. They call it the Boreal. It's a Boreal. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, well, guys, we hope you are enjoying our podcast. We surely enjoy just sitting around talking. This is just like you're with us here at the campfire because we're just talking guy stuff. Yeah. Man. This is what we like. And you know how it is. Scott will go out and buy something new and then me and Sam are going to have to go buy because we like it. It's just the no, way it is. Nick gets something, trades it to Mike four different yeah. ways through, you know, they got like a bunch of trades going on. Everybody has cool stuff. So it's all fun. Yeah, there, there was a couple guns that showed up for shooting this weekend that Nick and I have both owned a few times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we've, we've gone back and forth on a few of those. So not only did we uh, we do a lot of filming a video, we ate good. We shot our bows. We shot our guns. Uh, we're going to do some wheeling tomorrow on the way out. Yep, yeah, so it's going to be a good time. Well, we hope you like what we got going on. Remember, tune in next time to the Shack and LTWK podcast, guys. Thank you very much, and God bless you. See ya. Someone to tell her.